Welcome back, everybody, to the WKB Podcast. Um, Before we get into this episode, I want to tell you about the new sponsors of this podcast, and it's going to be Underdog Fantasy. Um, Underdog has the easiest and most fun way to spice up this NBA season, and it's going to be their brand new Pick'em game. Um, For Pick'em, all you got to do is just pick the over or under on your favorite or even least favorite player stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website, and they have a mobile app. Um, all you got to do is just pick between two and five players, and you can take home some cold, hard cash. Just go ahead and use code WKB and get a free deposit match of up to $100 when you sign up and make your first deposit. Now let's get back into this episode. Crowder looking, throws it, alley, oh, puts it down, he puts it down. Welcome back to the sixth episode of the We Know Ball podcast. I'm your host, Brandon, along with my usual co-host. Today we have a special guest. It's Wavy Keys. Introduce yourself, man. Yes, Tell us sir. how you became a Suns fan. All right. Well, it goes back for me. I'm 27 now, just for the people listening. I'm an old fella. Um, it really is. When I was in, like, this is going to sound funny. <laughs> it's not that, but I want to say, I think I was in, I was either in first grade or second grade, one of those. Or it might have been kindergarten. It was around one of those, what's called. You were young. I went to school. Yeah, I was young. I went to school. The school I went to is called Shaw School. And it's literally like, basically like downtown Phoenix. It's a mile, that was my elementary school. And so that elementary school being like close to downtown, we're close to the Suns thing. So we had a whole bunch of like, like Suns field trips and the Suns would come to our school and stuff all the time like that. And like every Christmas we had where we would go to like one of the theaters like downtown and meet mm-hmm. one of the Suns and meet like some of the Suns players. And we went one year with Penny Hardaway if you guys know who Pity Hardaway is, that's tight. <laughs> yeah, Pity Hardaway. Hardaway yes, Pity Hardaway <laughs> held a thing where he's getting, you know, he gave gifts to all the kids in our school. And I remember he gave them to me like yourself. So you'll go him into the line and he would just give you like a gift and he'll talk to you for a little bit and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like the lemonade stand. Yeah, basically that's what it was. And I was young and I just remember we was about, well, I was around the sun. So that's all I knew. That's why that's what I liked. And I remember he was giving me, he gave me a Batman toy. So I just remember then I always liked Batman since then, and then I ended up liking the Suns. I knew he was on the Suns, and I was like one of my favorite field chess when I was like a kid. So that's how I ended up being a Suns fan. That's up, Penny Hardaway. Yes, sir. Because <laughs> of Penny Hardaway. That's not what I expected. <laughs> yes, that's what I said. I know a lot of people don't think I would just go because you know most people answer, oh, it's the Steve Nash team, but you know, I was you know, I grew up in Phoenix, so I know the teams before the Steve Nash teams. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, let's start talking about this game. Uh, the Suns today beat the Miami Heat uh, by a lot of points, 111 to 90. Uh, it didn't look that – it wasn't that way in the first half. If you just watched the first half of the game, you would not think that that was the final score. Um, kind of – I mean, what stood out to you guys from – that game and we'll start with our special guest first um really i'm gonna I'm go with just overall from the game i'm gonna go with the defense because it started off a little ugly and, and i was getting a little pissed off because it felt like again we were about to let duncan robinson go crazy on us uh-huh like he got like <laughs> it was like three or four like straight like, hit, wide open mm-hmm. shots bro yeah he had four threes in the first quarter yeah, that was disgusting. I was like, bro, not this again. Like, it looked like we weren't just like we just weren't gonna guard the dude. But then, you know, we turned up. Da, you know, said what he said in the huddle. It seemed like turn everybody up, and 
people see like we really got like that championship defense. So that was the main thing that I got of it was the defense that we showed in that game. Yeah, definitely. I that was one thing that stood out to me too. I mean, the defense on both sides really stood out to me to be completely honest. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think there was a single like pass in that game that the Heat like didn't get their hands on somehow. It was insane. I feel like the Heat were tipping every pass we threw. I swear. It's they're they're a really they're a really great team, man. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong box score here. Whoops. Uh they're a really great team. Uh they obviously everyone knows they play amazing defense. Um the big difference between today's game and the first matchup is I mean the Heat didn't shoot 50% from three and make 22 three-pointers. Simple as that. <laughs> yeah. So really, I mean, both very defensive game in the first half, and then the Suns kind of took it away in the second half. It wasn't even really close. They went on a they went on a 12 to 3 run to open the second half and uh never really let up from there. So a great game from the Suns all around, especially after uh, such a hard-fought first half, I'll say. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think the box score doesn't really show it, and I think that's because we just had a not-decent first half. Um, but I think our like shot-making ability was amazing the second half. It seemed like we could not miss. Um Campaign was just taking pull up threes. Javel fadeaway. Yeah, <laughs> the dirt fadeaway. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> like when he hit that, that's when I knew we won the game. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Arian? Um, I noticed that our our starters did really really good. Our bench is lacking a little bit. Uh, Javel did okay, I guess, <laughs> on the statue at least. I do want to call it the Javel. I think had, despite his shooting numbers, I think he had a good game. A lot of his rebounds were probably from rebounding his own misses, but it's still <laughs> it's still an offensive rebound and a putback. So I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Aaron Holiday. I I really liked how he was playing. Uh, even though he, like obviously he didn't do much on the stat sheet, he brought like a ton of energy. He was like full court pressing sometimes. He had his hands in all the passing lanes a lot. I, I like that. Yeah, that's something I feel like we say every episode about. Aaron Holiday, he doesn't always have the best shooting percentage. It's kind of expected at this point, but you're never going to be frustrated when Aaron Holiday comes in the game. Like, there's never going to be a point where it was with, like, Alfred Payton or Shamit where you'd see him at the scorer's table and you're like, ah, shit. Like, Aaron Holiday, I mean, he still had a positive plus minus. Granted, most of the team did. And uh, I'm going to, in a little bit, I'm going to, talk to you guys about plus minus because a lot of the plus minuses in this game are very interesting um but yeah man Aaron Holiday never disappoints really no I I really like the addition of Aaron Holiday I think um I I trust him a lot when especially if campaign goes out because it just looks like a lot of our players are gassed right now as far as like being injury prone yeah, like, it seems like nervous, man. yeah, every single play on defense, um, or on offense. I'm sorry, seems like someone's going down. So, hopefully, hopefully we stay healthy. But I, I do trust Aaron Holiday right now. Um, 
to fill in that role if we need it. Yeah, I feel like he can really – I mean, if he just starts knocking down his shot more consistently, he becomes like Drew Light or something. Like, you, it's really uh, – his shooting percentages being down and that being like the only thing you're frustrated with, like I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to call out – I want to call attention to some of these plus minuses in the box score, and I want you guys to guess – First of all, I want you to – who had the highest plus-minus on the Suns, do you think? Who had the highest plus-minus? Yeah. I know plus-minus um, is kind of a – nobody really likes plus-minus go anymore. With, but... I'm going to go with DA. No, he had the he had the fourth highest. The fourth highest? Ooh. Here's a hint. He's like good today, too. He shot so efficiently. Right. That's Here's a hint. The fucking – the third highest plus-minus – Today came off the bench. Wow. I'm going to say book. It was book with a plus 31. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He seemed like he couldn't miss today either. All right. So too. you know that Aiden was fourth and you know that the third one comes off the bench. So who do you think had the second highest plus minus? Oh. Pain. It is That's not what I was going to say. Damn. Mikhail? It's Mikhail Bridges. I was going to say, a... no way it was Jay Crowder. So <laughs> It's Mikhail Bridges <laughs> with, a, with a plus 24. And then uh, third, do you guys want to guess third off the bench? I think I think it'd be funny. JaVale? No. Tory Craig? No. Tory Craig, but we got to talk about that fella. We're going to talk about Tory Craig, yes. Good with him. I don't know. Couldn't have been Aaron Holiday because he didn't – he wasn't super efficient. No one on the bench. All right, there's, there's only one guy left on the bench. Shabby. Brandon. Damn it. Yeah, it is Landry just, That's Shamit what I was thinking. Jesus. With a plus oh, 20. He earned his contract. Yeah. I'm saying it now. He's earning it. Yeah, plus I, minus I, is crazy, dude. Jay Crowder had a plus minus of one. <laughs> it's positive. <laughs> yeah, it was positive. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Payne was at 13. Craig a minus two. Only He was the only negative plus minus out of everyone who played at least more than two and a half minutes. So toward Craig? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He was a minus two. Like that, man. So... That's probably a good segue into our most disappointing player of the game, and we'll just do that first. Um, Keith, I feel like yours is Tory Craig. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that should be everyone's answer. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's like a. No yeah, let's just let's just have the Tory Craig segment for yeah, now. Yeah, he's just to me, he's just shooting like he ain't even taking his time either when he's shooting. Like he's just chucking it up there like he's a really a shooter like that. Like, bro, you are a slasher. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> and I get Gosh. some of them are open, and I know, like, that's, like, in our – but you don't have to, like, shoot those. Like, he did I, on one of those plays where he drove instead and took, like, that little midi. I'd much rather him do that because I feel like he can make those. Not that he can't make threes, too, but, like, those things. The history are not right close now. right now. Yeah, like, the last, like <laughs> – He threw one up yeah, that so was, like, the over games, the rim. Yeah, a lot of those rim. are not – bro, none of his threes are close, like, at all. As soon as they, like, go from his hand, I see they're not close. So I'm like, damn, bro, like his rhythm is all going right now from there. I don't think he's going to stay shooting like that. 
No. But just right now, I feel like he should just probably, you know, slash like he's good at, bro. He's, like he's shooting about 19% since he's joined the Suns oh, from God. three. Yeah, it's it, they're not even close. That's what Jimmy Butler's shooting on the season, bro. <laughs> oh, we need a three-point contest with just those two. <laughs> yeah, so Craig is taking uh, 35 threes, and he's made seven. Damn. <laughs> I don't even remember him making seven. Honestly. So he's got to be shooting like four or five a game. Yeah, he, so his last few games. <laughs> oh, my God. He's got two, four, four, six, three. Six. Three. Yeah, what the hell is he doing five. shooting six threes? He oh, probably didn't make that wait, one wait. of those. Arian, can you tell me um, his three-point attempts in relation to his overall field goal attempts? Um, so, basically, they're all threes except for, like, a few games he had, like, a couple layups or a couple uh, twos. Like, why is he so doing like, that? Dude, he's I'm seeing it here. Just... He's shooting 3.4 threes a game and 5.4 field goals a game. Oh like, oh I don't God. understand why he's doing that because he doesn't do that. Like that's, that's not, not he, him. He wasn't even doing. Yeah, he didn't even do that last year. Like he'll hit. He didn't do that with us. Like, exactly. Can, yeah. Uh, Brandon, do you have a stats pulled up? Yeah, I do. So last you, year, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. It's, well, last year he shot two and a half threes a game. Oh my God. Um, shooting about thirty-seven percent. How many field goals? Oh, and then about five point seven, and shooting fifty percent from the field. Bro. Yeah, he's tweaking. He's a slasher. Yeah, he's a slash. That's what I don't understand why he thinks he's Cam Johnson. Who's a better? Do, do we think? Okay, I do want to see um, a three-point contest, <laughs> um, but like contain it within the Suns, yeah. and I want it to be DeAndre Ayton, uh, Tory Craig, and Jay Crowder. I'm taking Jay. Oh, Jay Crowder would smoke them eventually. Yeah, he's end up smoking. You think Jay? Them. Hold on, let me let me pick someone. Yeah, take else. Jay out. Jay does it. So if he, he makes he if he makes him. his first a three out of his first rack, then he wins. So right. let's say Even let's say Aiden, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say Shamit because that's nah Shamit has smoked him too. He's been better, and yeah, he would smoke. Ish, ish Wainwright. Ooh. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Aiden, Ish Wainwright, Tory Craig. And JaVel McGee, fuck it. Well, no, not yeah. JaVel. Fucking Aaron Holiday. Aaron Holiday. Aaron Holiday. Aaron Holiday would smoke them, too, so I don't want to put him in. I'm, the, one, the other ones you said before that? Mm, <laughs> yeah. I might, go, I might go DA. But I that's, like what Ish, I was, that's what I was thinking. Then again, Ish might mm, – that's good. Ish might actually beat them, but I'm going to go with DA. I like how we're not even considering Tory Craig. <laughs> <laughs> no, hell no. We're considering Ish Wainwright over <laughs> no, Tory Craig. Tory Craig's getting smoked. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, what do you guys want to see? Like, is there anything specifically you want to see Craig doing differently, or you just want to see less three-point attempts? Uh, I want to see him, like, uh, cut off ball like he did last year. Mm-hmm. He, he was basically like a lob threat almost all the time. And he all he had so many. Uh, he was like, yeah, just like you said, he was slashing. He was cutting yeah. off ball a lot more, which he's not doing that anymore. Do we yeah, think that's something? Around. Do yeah. we think that's something that just our system this year? Like he just he's. I don't want to say he's being told not to do that, but that he doesn't need to because I feel like a lot of people besides Mikel, we don't see a lot of cutting from the basket, like cutting I think behind it's just him. Because yeah, if Mikel can do it, why can't? <laughs> yeah, I think it's just him just being like chilling out there and because you're gonna he's gonna get those looks because everybody's gonna get those looks because our stars get so much attention. So he's gonna get those looks. I think it's just him settling because he felt like he's so open and he can just I was like, dang, at least take your time. 
Like he's firing them up so fast. I don't know, bro. He's not like you're a rhythm shooter. Like take catch it, take your time at least. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's been super them chucking them. He's been super inefficient compared to any other year. He's usually around forty five to fifty percent from the field. Yeah, because he doesn't um, do that. Yeah, and he's thirty two this year. So, but it has I'll only be- been eleven games. So. Yeah, it'll fix itself, but geez, Louise. Yeah, and at least he still plays defense. Yeah, he does that for sure, and he's still a rebound. How many rebounds did Torrey Craig have tonight, Keys? I wouldn't even be able to tell you. I don't think it was a lot, though. I'm going to say he had one. He had one. Yeah, I was going to say five. The team had 55 (laughs) rebounds, and he had one. (laughs) I know JaVale was like JaVale, Mikhail, and DA had most of them, huh? JaVale had 15. Oh, Book had like nine or eight, too, huh? D, like uh, Aiden had 10, Mikel had 9, Booker had 8. Uh, yeah, those are all the big numbers. Another underrated part about Book this year, he's been rebounding the hell out the ball. He's yeah. a superstar, you said it. Yeah, he does it. <laughs> that man does it all, bro. I feel like he was just cruising tonight. He, well, I agree. I saw that. I saw that on my timeline. I do. I strongly agree. Man, he looked he like he just cruising. He looked like he was just hooping. Yeah, for like fun. he's just out there, bro. Like he's just chilling. And he shot seven of twelve tonight, four of seven from three, didn't miss a free throw, totaled twenty-three points. This box score is hella confusing. Twenty-three points, two steals, nine assists, eight rebounds. Like bro, I hate to say this, but people are like low key, bro. bro. Like, he literally is like putting on like Chris Paul type games, right? Because that's what it looks he like is. Chris Paul plays. Like Chris Paul, it looked like Chris Paul just be out there chilling and you'll look up and he has those numbers. You'd be like, what the hell? That's Book exactly tw- what it looks like Book's doing now. He had 23 points on 12 shots. Bro, that's... Like, it, it didn't look like at any point of that game, like it looked like, oh yeah, Book's about to like try to take over. Uh-huh. Like, he literally was just cooling and let everybody else do what they do. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to assume that your player of the game is Devin Booker. Uh, um, no. No? No. All right. It's not. Cause I said, just cause I feel like he was a little cru- cruising. He gonna get his numbers like that and stuff, regardless. And I don't like always picking, you know, the star guy because most of the time they gonna have the numbers. I got you. Unless they go crazy, but my I'm gonna go with Mikael. Uh huh. That was mine. I feel like Mikael. Yeah, Mikael's Mikael's the one. You know, when it, when we was kind of struggling a little bit, he was the one like started picking up the scoring and all that stuff. Cause the bench when that bench came in and stuff, too, it was looking nasty. It was looking nasty for a while. Like, they're really missing Cam Johnson, but I'm going to go with Mikhail. I feel like he had a very quiet 21, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you had asked me before looking at the box score, like, who was our second leading scorer, I would have said DA. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Arian, why don't you give us yours? Uh, I'm going to say DA. Uh, he played really, really good defense against Bam. He also put up 19 points on 9 for 10 shooting and 10 boards. Um, I just feel like he he was like not taking over, but like d- defensively he was taking over. They did not want to attack him too much, and uh, he was just super super efficient. He I honestly feel like he should have taken a, little, a few more shots, but uh, yeah, he played really really good. Yeah, I, agree. Uh, I mean, my player of the game was also. Mikel, so I'll, I'll kind of expand on Mikel a little bit so I can let Brandon talk about uh, Devin Booker. Um, How do you know? <laughs> but, I mean, he's the only one left, man. Uh, but uh, Mikel, like he said, I mean, he, he was like 
He was our rock today. He was just there the whole time. He had like five rebounds in the first quarter, which is kind of crazy, especially for Mikel. He doesn't really be rebounding like that, I feel like. Um, he didn't have a steal tonight, but he did tip several passes because he just does – that he does do all the time. Uh, three assists, which is – I mean, that's all I would ask for for Mikel. I consider that a good assist total for Mikel. Uh, shot nine of four or nine of 13. He didn't make a three, but who cares? Um, he, yeah, Mikhail was great. All right, Ben, you can talk about book now. Yeah, I, I before I even said that, I was in a pick booker anyway. And I'm gonna, I agree with you, Quiz, how you said, uh, like the star player always puts up their numbers, but mm-hmm. he put up more than what he usually does as as far as goes defensively he was amazing tonight i think he he was like on glue on everybody yeah, um mm-hmm. he had that crazy block on bam uh facts he had two blocks that was tonight fire. Too. yeah he had he two that blocks. block bad was fire was like a chase down <laughs> i don't want to hear anybody on twitter criticize this man's defense anymore cuz i will start replying they can't, right i don't oh, reply much to people I'm going to start yeah. replying on the We Know Ball podcast account. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. usually reply to people on Twitter when they're talking shit. It, you gotta, you really got to piss me off. Right. But I, I'm done with the Devin Booker doesn't play defense the whole. Yeah, that's dead. Yeah, because especially this season, he, is, he has been like glue on a, lot of, guys, on a lot of players. Do you guys remember back way when Book was just like young, young, like first – probably three or four seasons when he couldn't fucking defend a turtle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He was lacking defensively. And I I understood the argument argument then, but these last two, three seasons, we can, you cannot, the the argument is invalid now. I'd say the last two. I'd say the last one and I'd say the last one and a half. I think he definitely, he was picking it up, especially in in the bubble too. I remember he was, he was, picking up defensive matchups yeah, that's, that yeah. he that I did not expect him to that he wouldn't his first few years. Yep. But I'm just I'm tired of of that cuz anytime anybody compares Devin Booker to like Dan, Donovan Mitchell, perfect example. Mm. Defense always gets brought up in that. You know what? Sorry, you know what always kills me about that debate is and I know you've all seen it. It's that graphic of Booker and Mitchell comparing all their stats, and it's all the green dots on Mitchell's oh. side. You guys all know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about, right? Yeah, that's and, and every stat, Mitchell is leading by, like, I think the largest margin, like, between their two numbers is literally, like, 0. 0.24 <laughs> or something. Yeah. Like, something infin- like infinitely small, bro. Like, what? Are we being serious, bro? Yep. And one one has the best record in the NBA. And plays better defense. <laughs> They're identical statistically, and one's a better defender and wins more. Like, there's no debate. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, I was going to give it to Devin Booker regardless because he, I think he kind of had a quiet 23 2. I, I feel like a lot of our points from everybody were kind of quiet. Even that doesn't really make sense, but um, yeah, you're right. Yep. I, I, it seems like I, I like was watching the game, I looked away for a second. And we, we scored 10. Like, <laughs> it was just, they're super efficient. Like, the box score doesn't look as efficient as it seems they were. I don't know. I mean, shooting 45% for a game is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. 
but it seemed it seemed better like especially in that second half it didn't seem like they missed it's because it's because it was just like really spread out they didn't have a like a hot half and a cold half necessarily it was pretty even they just took more shots in the second yeah. half so it just didn't seem like they missed very much because they just didn't they were just consistent throughout the game yeah big thing i want to point out is there the free throws were very even tonight that's all i'm going to say it seems like the last few games the refs have have stepped it's, it up a little bit last this is the first game man i feel like it wasn't too bad um against uh, yeah the magic uh, i guess yeah the magic it didn't seem, it was seem bad that magic game i kind of forgot that happened. <laughs> That's why I forgot who they played. I had to think for a second. <laughs> like we deadass played the magic yesterday, and I'm like I barely even remembered that. So the Lakers just lost to the Rockets. <laughs> Bro. That team is so fucking terrible. Guess, oh guess who the leading scorer was? The Lakers? Yeah. Westbrook. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a guess. <laughs> Dude, How much did LeBron have? Because I saw when I looked at one point, he was at like six. He has twenty-two. <laughs> okay. Jalen Green had thirty-two. Damn, yeah, he's a dog. He been hooping lately. Yeah, he had a slow start. Yeah, he had a slow start to the season. Yeah, but... he's turning it around now. Keith, can you uh, can you tell me? Can you just talk to me about the Lakers, man? I really want to know what you think about the Lakers. <laughs> Lakers are freaking piss. You know what's crazy? I usually like slandering. I haven't. I haven't even enjoyed slandering them this year because everybody knows they stink. <laughs> That's why it's like, bro. It's not even at one, at one point. It was freaking funny watching them. Was covered. Now I'll be watching this. Honestly, just sad. Because you no watch their games. Yes. Oh god. Why I'm do sorry. you do the that? The reason I watch. The main reason I watch their games is just. So I know what the TL is talking about, so I can laugh at the TL joke. <laughs> That's literally the only reason I watch them. That's, That's the main funny. reason. I, and then they're always on tweet, on TV, so it's kind of hard not to watch them. Yeah. Just because I have – so they're, they're always just on them, national TV getting their heads beat in. But yeah. my thing with them is – I want to I will say this too, and I don't even be saying this a lot of the time. I have gained – damn, this is probably not – this is probably a lie. That's not a lie. I was gonna say I've gained more respect for Anthony Davis, just because I feel like when he is healthy, like he's different. Anthony Davis is 100 different. It just be sucky that it feels like it's just a matter of time before he gets hurt, which sucks to say. But it's just like his luck is terrible. But yeah. they would, they would still stink when he, if he was playing. <laughs> like they would 100 still because they didn't look good when he was playing either. But they'd like be playoff locks have, probably. They'd win a few more. Yeah, games they'd be. Yeah, I was gonna say they'd 100. percent They'd play in the play-in. Yeah, they'd be like – I think they'd be like seven instead right now or something like that. If he just if he had played like at least half of more of the games that he's missed or whatever, but they're yeah. terrible, dude. Something I want to harp on because I've been – I've just been curious and it. It was a funny conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go back to the Knicks game for a second when mm-hmm. DA had three rebounds. And I know you were you were fighting a lot with some people on Twitter. Um, yes. One of which I replied to because it made me really mad. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Not gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But I think that would be an interesting podcast getting you two on and and uh, debating a little bit. <laughs> oh, that'd be fire because me and him are actually we have, me and him are actually like really cool actually. But it would just, you just get you just I get heated. Like, yeah, it just. I feel like it was just a time. And sometimes, some of the times it feels like to me what I say, because it, 
I want to say this too. I don't care when people like if people are like if it's just real like actual criticism of Da. Like just real life, he sucked that game. He sucked that game, and it's cool to say that. But I feel like people could have just left it at, oh, his effort was terrible. But then they'll get to like talk about stuff that don't matter. Like they start talking about his contract, and I'm like, bro, why are we talking about that? Off of a game, a random game versus the Knicks, bro. <laughs> that we and won. Then, like I said, we won. yeah, and we won that game. Like <laughs> exactly. we should all of that, all the conversation after that game should have been about Cam Johnson. But half of it was about Da just because yeah. he had a game. The part of it that really gets me is. Is they only are like they only come out like that when he has a bad game, bro. Yeah, when and he, since then, I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything about, about that. Bro. I want to say that, bro. Who come like when somebody on the Suns has a bad game, whose slander like criticism comes even close to the ace? Nobody. No, It'll nobody. nobody. Well, I mean, think about it. People, nobody. we don't we don't slander book because nope. he's our star. We don't slander Jay because we nope. all agree that he just plays good defense. And then, the yeah, time. he's going to chuck and he's going to be streaky. We don't we don't slander Mikel because he's definitely. like our he's our right. perfect golden boy. Yeah, he's definitely not getting slandered. He's the least yeah, he's you know, he's a fan, he's that guy. He's a fan favorite. We aren't slandering Campaign right now because he's playing amazing. Hmm. We aren't slandering Chris Paul when he comes when he's when he's actually. We're healthy. not slandering. We don't slander Chris Paul. We're not yeah, slandering Shamit right now because Shamit's been better. We're slandering Craig to be fair. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's Aiden is the only one. But even now, and I even get that, it. I get I, it because he's a number one. He's like he's he's nobody else on our team is number one pick. Even book, you know, book was a thirteen. Like, but I get it. But it's just like it, to me. I want to say this too because I think people get confused on like us, and then I want to say a lot of the you know. Black Suns fans, because a lot of Black Suns fans, you know, I want to say this: Black people always go look out for the other Black people, <laughs> and they feel like they're being, you know, slandered for other things outside of basketball. And I think I've always said, I don't even think like I don't. For us, I want to speak for a lot of like some of those. For us, it's not even really about like, like nobody's getting mad because you're coming out and say, "Oh, Da sucked tonight." That's really not what it be about. It just be about like a lot of the people just. To me, like I know I seen we I don't know if you guys were around when that draft happened or if you guys were on Twitter when yeah. when the uh, yeah. Aiton draft happened. I wasn't on Twitter, but I was. I yeah. But nobody like a lot of the people that kind of like do a lot of the extra on D.A. are the same people that were like they didn't like him from the beginning. Like they said they, they was, wanted Luca. Yeah. And even on that, on top of that, like them wanting Luca. They kind of like made it to where like they were kind of hoping Aiden wouldn't be like right. I could go find a tweet of like one of the big son, bigger guys on Suns right now. I'm not like a hey, Jesus. No names. No. He <laughs> name <laughs> dropped. That's what I'm Andrew. I will say this about Andrew though, because Andrew admitted that he didn't like Aiden and that he. Oh yeah, that's fine. he does. Like, he probably, switches like, he up so one. much, and that's what that was. Andrew's cool. Andrew, bro, he he's a fucking troll, dude. Yeah, Andrew be doing on purpose. I, so that's I why like if Andrew. You know Andrew. Yeah, he's like yeah, he's yeah, like fucking you. Zinn Barlock, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, like I if like you look it. at his if you look at his tweets the same way, you're gonna yeah, that's understand, all it is. and then you're yeah, gonna be cool. Yeah, I, I like said there's another guy, but I'm gonna say, I'm not gonna say the names, but there I can go find a tweet right now. Before this is before the playoffs too, because and he's one of the guys that really didn't, you know, he ain't rock with what's called. But it's it was like I seen a couple people say like. We weren't. We're not going to get that far with that guy on our, on our team. And they were talking about Da. They're literally talking about Da. Like people thought that before. A lot of them did apologize stuff, but they felt that way. They've already felt that way because they just didn't like them. So I mean, for us, we just get, get kind of get mad because we feel like still like it feels like no matter what he does, he's always going to get treated like a stepchild. 
Because uh-huh. that's not who they wanted. That's not who they ever yeah. really like. Like, and they're that's playing all with his money too. Us. Yeah, that that's too. That, the contract. That's, yeah, that and that's what makes us bad too. Because like I said, being a black person, you want that other black guy to get as much money as possible. <laughs> but you want I'm them gonna, to get their money, well, man. I'm just gonna say I like Andrew. I like what he stands for. Okay, for sure. But I just it's so it's hard for me for me like it's so hard for me to understand that as a as a fan of a basketball team that you criticize one of your players so much. Nah, because I did it for Shamit, bro. We all but, did it for Shamit. You definitely understand. But Shamit and and Da are two different players. You just don't understand it for Aiden. Yeah, I, I guess that's I I I and I even came on the podcast and said the whole Shamit thing too, where I didn't even understand it for Shamit because just people. She was on his side from the beginning. Huh? You were kind of on his yeah, side, bro. Like like it's like people basketball is a hard game, okay, and they're doing it at a top level. And DA does not go into as bad as slumps as Shamit was. So where's and even Tory Craig? I do not see that much slander on for, for Tory Craig on Twitter. It's because he's still he's still in the like the bubble Honeymoon of like stage. he just got traded. Yeah. So we're still like just like infatuated that he's here. Yeah, I but it'll it'll, that, it'll wear a lot off. of that it'll too is expectations on you know because uh, people say that a lot and that's true. Like the expectations for DA are just so high because of where he was picked and, you know, the hype around him. So I try to understand. So his slander, just the big, like the better guys, the guys that are going to begin like the big, even though ain't don't have his big money yet, he's going to end up getting his big money, even if it's, you yeah. know, not here, which I feel like it will, it'll still be here. But those guys are always going to get like a, a little more slander. But his, Aiden's is out. Like, I feel like his is the expectation. And then on top of that, it's just the, how many people honestly just really didn't like him actually when they first got him. So it's kind of hard for them to kind of jump on, act like they really left him. So they still kind of treat him that way a little bit. Yeah, I, noticed, That's why I think it's a little bit of both for him. I've noticed on Twitter the past couple of days, even after the Bucks game and Magic game, he did really good. Uh, people are still talking about the Knicks game, which I don't understand. Right. It's still, after yeah. Cam Johnson hits a game winner, days <laughs> later, games later, you're still talking about DeAndre Aiden after he just had a good game. Yeah, mm-hmm. several good games in a row. I don't know what yeah. type of what type of expectations they have for him to like play good, play amazing every single game. You know, like everyone can have a couple slip ups. Right. He just dropped thirty on Giannis. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, Giannis wasn't so what are we the, tripping about? He was, yeah, like, Giannis wasn't guarding him the whole game, but he just dropped thirty on the Bucks, who we just lost to in the finals. And you're still going back to that Knicks game. I'm gonna. I don't I know, that conversation I... just gets me heated because. <sighs> Yeah. yeah, he's just always going to be treated like the stepchild. It is what it is, but look, he's so, always going to have people that defend him, so it's cool. Aiden, like, in his since we played uh, Houston mm-hmm. before the All Star break, and that game he had twenty three and nine. Uh, in the first OKC game, first game back from All Star break, he had six and eight, not great, but whatever we won. He then had twenty and five, twenty three and seven, eighteen and eight. In the three games leading up to the Knicks game, he had a poor Knicks game. And then he had 30 and 8, 21 and 19, and then 19 and 10. Why? <laughs> Why? This dude's crazy. He's consistent, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand. I just don't get it. And I, I feel like it's tweet. just going to get better with Chris Paul when he comes back, too, especially with if he keeps this hot streak up. Exactly. Oh, yeah, he's doing sure. this. He's putting up, like, 19 and 10 on 9 of 10 is a stat line you'd see – like, I would assume Chris Paul played. He didn't. Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, right. But he's doing um, this regardless of him. Yep. 
I, I think I mentioned these tweets uh, last time we tried to have Keese on the pod uh, mm-hmm. that unfortunately we couldn't post. It was such but, a good episode. And there's two tweets. Yeah, we got sold. We did. But um, <laughs> yeah, I was so upset that we couldn't post that. Um, <laughs> damn, I kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, that's tough. Oh, yeah, the tweets. Um, so one guy told me, it's that Jordan AZ guy. You all know him. I know you've all seen him. Mm-hmm. He's like one of the biggest eight in haters. <laughs> um, he said he doesn't want eight in the score. Like he doesn't want eight in the score like at all. Like he doesn't want him to even shoot the ball. He literally just wants him to go like Dennis Rodman and rebound. He like he said that. Ew. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why yeah. the hell would we, we could go get Andre Drummond for that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are we doing, dude? <laughs> And then the other guy was that Suns Giants fan. I know you guys have probably all seen him. Because <laughs> I know you know that kid, is. bro. He, he said be behind bars. He, <laughs> said, <laughs> he said, um, he said he thinks that Aiden should every night score 20 points on 10 shots. Oh, yeah, that was wild. I seen that. Right? Did I'm he, like, didn't he say that in my mentions? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I, all I members I quote tweeted him. Yeah, I think <laughs> he said that. Yeah. That's insane. I was like, you realize that's like he him shooting a hundred percent. That's what he did tonight. <laughs> right. He's not it's doing too- that every night, man. Yeah, bro. This dude's insane. This man thinks he's a robot. Like the well, let's like, think about it. In the last in the last five, four of the five games, he's basically done that. He does he that, nine, dude. Yeah, nine he shots. Like and they don't say nothing when he does do it. Yeah. Nine shots, nineteen like, points. Oh, ten shots, good. twenty-one. Fourteen, thirty. And then he had that next game, and then nine shots, eighteen. So he's just be like, "Oh, that's <laughs> what he's supposed to do." Like, bro, what? Like, that's yeah. not normal. Yeah. No, the worst yeah. tweets are the ones that are like, "Oh, he's he was sp- being spoon-fed by Chris Paul," which like you just have to watch like one game and you see that most of his shots are mid-range jumpers. But I mean, right, all the like, proof you need that he doesn't like rely on Chris Paul for points is literally. I mean, one, two, three, Look four, his damn numbers five, now. Six. him out. Six of the ten, six of the eight games we've played, he has at least eighteen points. Yeah, and it's not like he's just catching lobs or anything either. He's literally shooting a mid-range jump shots and hook shots. It's all, yeah. it's all literally that little like floater thing he does. Yeah, in middies. Bro, that crap is bro. It's it's crazy. It feels like two of his shots, like that floater and his jump hook, like feel like automatic. If his midi just stays automatic, like too consistently, dude. Yeah, and I'm, I don't. Like, bro, he does. It feels like he's not midis. missing none of those. Right, it's what, like, like he's not gonna miss them. We love, we love it when every single person on our team shoots midis, except for DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, I don't know why people act like that. Like he's freaking, like bro. That was literally. First of all, he used to take that a lot in college, and he made it a lot in college. Yeah, that's his like shot. He's comfortable shooting. Yeah, that's little. That was literally one of his shots. And like, bro, that's not like some foreign thing to him. Like he makes those. I feel like Aiden's like percentage of slander is higher from middies than Javel's is, and he shoots like one every five games. I don't know what Javel be thinking sometimes. That guy's <laughs> a funny fella. Dude, he's lucky <laughs> he's some of the hell. shots go in because bro, he did he his did, thought process today, is crazy. Did y'all, he did like y'all that remember? fake that fake bro. handoff to uh Ledger Shamit today. And he did y'all to remember the when, is like, bro, what are you doing? Do y'all remember when he got the ball in the post and just fucking stood there with the ball for the whole <laughs> shot clock? <laughs> he didn't know what to do. 
And yeah. then he just like <laughs> shot it. Yeah, the back of the basket one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the main one I know we were uh, we were starting to lose momentum a little bit. Like they started coming back. He just ISOs twice back to back possessions against Bam. Yeah, that was wild. He didn't even hit the rim, I don't think. <laughs> he does the funniest thing, bro. That fake handoff he did to Shabby, he tried to drive, and Bam yeah. didn't fall for it. He just threw it up, and it hit all backboard. I said, oh, my God. Like, is this guy a guard's brain in a fucking goofy-ass <laughs> center's body. This dude's hilarious, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, hold up. To bring it back to DA, he just had 19 on 90% shooting on Bam. Yeah. What? Yeah, people don't want to bring that up either, bro. This that's not the first time either that Bam, that Aiden has been. I, I, yeah, I don't think actually, I don't remember the last time Bam has actually won that matchup. Honestly, Stat Muse, real quick. Yeah, I don't even know what's the last. I remember Shout before. I want to say the last the... time I remember Bam beating Da's ass, bro. When did uh was Bam was the bubble before Aiden? Um, Bam was drafted. Because I'm just gonna look up Aiden's stats versus he drafted the Heat, in 2017. But, all right, so I'm gonna just look at Aiden's stats versus the Heat because Bam probably played in most of those games. So he was only in there for a year, but did yeah he average Aiden's averaged in his career 16 and 11 on Bam, which is respectable for one of the mm-hmm. best defensive centers in the league. Yeah, specifically the last like. Let's like back to like what 2019. Did Bam become good in 2019? We'll say, yeah, that's when he had his breakout year. He averaged six more points per game. So, so like his worst game against Bam since 2019 was 12 and eight mm. on, on 80 on 80% shooting, though. Yeah, I said, I'm pretty sure like every time, first, most of the thing is like Bam can't bother his shot like at all, he's too little. Yeah, he's too. He's a little shorter, and he nope. ends up. He can beat him up on the glass too. He kind of did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is there any center that you guys like notice that Aiden really struggles against? Because I think he does pretty good against anybody. He struggles against shitty centers, like he yeah, because <laughs> he, he doesn't take them serious. Yeah, ones with like dumb motors, like Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, because the two L's like, like bro, say. like, why are you damn? Because remember, what's his what's his dude name on the Wizards that cooked him that one game? Thomas Bryant. Thomas, Thomas Bryant. Bryant gave him. <laughs> the free, I've crazy. never seen Da get the only person I've seen just destroy Da like that before was like Jokic that first time he seen Aiden. The first first that was yeah the first first time Jokic seen Aiden, bro. He put Aiden in a freaking graveyard. <laughs> other than that, bro, the second I remember like just killing Da was Thomas Bryant. <laughs> Cause he's just like he, you know, he's like Mitchell Robinson. His like his energy is stupid, like annoying. Like he got that annoying energy. Yeah, Wendell Carter. He usually does good against Embiid. He does good against Even when they get their numbers, bro, he was like good. Like the last time we played the Sixers, Embiid went crazy, but he literally hit all jumpers. Like he didn't bully Da at all. He couldn't bully him. And he clamped up jumpers at the end. He he held his ground. Yeah, he. You can't like it. You don't just like throw your eight out the way, bro. Yeah. Unless you're Giannis, but that's because the refs just let Giannis play football. Yeah, he's allowed to. Yeah, that's literally the only reason. If A was allowed to put his damn shoulder in his chest and it wasn't called Giannis, the, wouldn't be able to bully him either. Some of the calls, I mean, didn't Aiden get a call, like a foul called on him because PJ Tucker just like screamed and then they just called it? Yeah, that late ass foul. Yeah, that, like, yeah, that was weird. Like his, Aiden's whistle is crazy compared to some of the shit I see. Like Bam and Gobert and like most of these other mm-hmm. like 
I mean, even Anthony Davis, like these other tall guys get away with. I'm like, why the yeah, fuck? Aiden's like, whistle is terrible. Like he and touches he's still, anybody. He's still good. Yeah, it's okay. If he had a just a solid whistle, bro. But man, his whistle is terrible. I do think uh, Booker's whistle has improved. Yeah, his has got better. I think his improved sure. a lot this year. So, like, since it was like a huge issue before, yeah, compared we would to talk what it was, it. yeah, it's still not where I wanted to be, but it's better <laughs> than it was. He shot five free throws tonight on, but on twelve shot attempts. So, I mean, mm-hmm. so that's fine. Yeah, that's better than it. His is definitely better than it was. And yeah, that's crazy. That. How, like when your star player takes twelve shots and you blow out the number one seed in the East. Bro, and then the other your other star, your other star player is not even playing at all. Right, that is so impressive. Like I said, it just keeps speaking. I was dang. Even though we lost that damn Bucks game, that was probably like my favorite game of the season. Dude, and I really wanted to win that game, but that was I, yeah, I wanted it too. The fact I wanted that to win can, that game bad, but the fact that we were able to keep up with the Bucks with like Bro, they didn't pull away till the end, dude. And they didn't pull it till the end until Chris Middleton started hitting fadeaway, fadeaway sh- like yeah. threes and shit. Like yeah. that um, game against the Bucks gave me really big like 2016, 2017 vibes, mm-hmm. where I would get so excited with every single win because you go into it. I went into that Bucks game not expecting like to a, stay a, into a, it. An old game. Oh yeah, it gave me and those. <laughs> it just gives you those that feeling of like yeah, well, we were we were bad and we used to like push good teams. <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> like you go into expecting to lose and you make it a close game. I remember specifically those games in like 2018 or 19 against the Bucks and Warriors. We beat the KD Warriors. Oh, yeah, that game was one of my favorite games, too. Yeah. Where Ubre pulled up with like <laughs> <laughs> for no reason <laughs> hit a three, bro. Yeah, that, that game, game was, was like book out shot all four of them, man. Is that the same game that book torch clay, too? Yeah, probably. Yeah, like it's that crazy be. quarter. I think it was the same game. Yeah, yeah, it was that same game. It's got to be. That's the game, too. Dia hit that turnaround on KD, and KD looked at him like he was insane. <laughs> like, how did you make that? That's That was a fun season, dude. Yeah, when you look back on seasons like that, you could just kind of see. We just didn't have, you know, the PCM, you could just kind of see, like, oh, yeah, we got something here. Exactly. Yeah, that's the vibes. Here, that's the vibes I've been getting from the Hornets the last couple seasons. Ooh, they're going to be good once they figure out some stuff. Once they play defense, they're going to be good. Yeah, they got to get some vets in there, too. And they, they got to get a real yeah. damn center. Because, you know, they, they're going to go after DA hard. Yeah, for sure. That <laughs> is not even something I would, like, honestly, if DA had to leave, man, I'm glad I get to see him catch passes from LaMelo. <laughs> I was about to say, if I had to choose somewhere for him to go, if he wasn't here, and I was That'd be some, somewhere I feel like he would be able, and he would be able to get his damn numbers because they give him the ball. Uh-huh. Yeah, that would be there. Because it's not like LaMelo's Lame- not out there to shoot a lot. I'd watch a lot more Hornets games. Yeah, I'd watch them a lot. I already like what and then I go out to damn North Carolina a lot, so I would actually go watch him. That'd be actually pretty pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not that gonna would be lie. Uh, I but yeah, go nowhere because I'll cry if he leaves. I ain't even gonna cry, cat, bro. Yeah. I think we'd be fucked if he left, dude. Bro, we'll be. That's hard to feel. Like losing certain guys is freaking like what's it called. But you can't just lose somebody like that. Like a piece. Like, he's like a damn. He's cornerstone. a piece. It, yeah. That's literally like a cornerstone player. You don't just. Like you just don't recover from that like right away. Especially he, like, like that. Like there's gonna there be a drop off. It's gonna be a big drop off. Yeah, that's a big drop. That's not just like a regular like damn center you lost or something, bro. That's a cornerstone player. Yeah, if Aiden 
is not a sun. If Aiden leaves, dude, that kind of just ruins our whole plan. Oh, that championship window closes immediately. Yeah. So, like, you get, like, another guy. At that that point, I feel like at that point, you have to try and trade Chris Paul, dude. Oh, yeah, you have to try to to go swing for Tatum or something. And that one, or at least another star, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go sweet for somebody, bro. I've said the this before. Closed. I've said this before, and it'll piss me off if Aiden leaves. Because why did we not trade him then? If their plan was to just get rid of him, yeah, that would be so stupid. Because we'll have no cap space mm-hmm. to to pick anybody else up, and we could have traded him at his peak value if we if we were not going to resign him. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm pretty sure he's not going anywhere. Because James yeah. Jones is just too damn. Yeah, there's no way James Jones stupid. left. Like, there's no way he slips up. Like yeah, that. there's just no. <laughs> like the stuff he does, there's just no way I can see him doing something that crazy. If like he does like that, that take away his fucking executive. Bro, that takes away everything he's done. All the great things he's done, even the, the holiday stuff, like finding guys like that for cash. That takes all of that away. Because none of that matters anymore. Yeah, that's worse than trading. Yeah, your quarterback. Those margin, those, those margin dev moves, those matter because we have guys like eight and them. You just but need those guys around. Do we think Sarver might have a say in this too? I don't think he has any. He, I don't think he honestly, dude. I don't think he can't even focus on that. Honestly, I think facts that hell. and um, if I'm being completely honest, I do think I don't really think uh, Sarver has final say in basketball operations. To be honest, I just get that but feeling. I feel like he. I feel like he has, he a, has a say, say in, it. in it. Yeah, he has a say, but. And, like, yeah. if he wanted to, since he's the owner, he could put his foot down. But I feel like he just delegates to James Jones most of the time. Yeah, I think he'll think. And he's about to be out of I really would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think he's um, – he can't stop that, bro. But it'd be crazy if he put his foot down about eight. That'd be fucking wild. Bro. Mm, let me not say nothing. <laughs> yeah, <I could. laughs> yeah all right. Uh that was a great Aiton conversation. It happens every time, seems. Um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about from this game? No, I think we covered a lot. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's get into some follower questions here. One thing before we start that: Are you guys? Are any of you guys in any like Phoenix Suns Facebook groups? I'm not on Facebook. I, I am, and it's terrible. It is worse oh, than Twitter. It's terrible. It's worse than Twitter. I don't get on Twitter. there and look at anything, but it's terrible. It's what can you be seeing on Facebook? I, okay, so I, I'm a bunch of old heads. I just, I just scrolled. Uh, I was just scrolling and just looking at what people said from the game tonight. Some dude said someone informed DeAndre Ayton that the league allows players to rebound on offense. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What? After, he, had two, after, he had two offensive rebounds. That's a lot. <laughs> like after <laughs> he had a great game, and then after that, it's just. It's, it's terrible up there. Yeah, it's terrible up there. Because it's just a bunch of old heads that don't really like nothing. I don't know just talking. Yeah, that's, like half, that's like half speaking. the fun That's literally just like the casual fan yeah, base that basically. only watches when they're good. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. And they just they just see Aiden. Oh, he was a first overall pick. He's supposed to be like Luca. Right. Or not, well, I guess Facebook not like Luca, too. But... Facebook is where you'll see book even get slandered. <laughs> book gets cooked on Facebook. That's how you don't know <laughs> that they're talking about. Like, they was literally cooking him during, during the playoffs, like, destroying him. Like, oh, he's mm-hmm. not the guy. Le- I remember, like, I'm like, bro, what is it? And the only reason I have Facebook still is just because my damn grandma and them want to talk to me on there. <laughs> That's literally the only reason. But I'll get on that. I'll be like, bro, what are y'all talking about? 
it's bad up yeah, here. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. All right, you can get into the follower questions. I just wanted to say that. All right, yeah, you're good. Uh, let's see. Let me try to find some ones that we haven't done yet. This is kind of – oh, you know what? There actually was one specifically. It was uh, – this is a good one. What does – and I'll find his at in a second. I just remember the question, though. Um, what does Devin Booker have to do to become the greatest Phoenix Sun of all time? Uh, and let's say other than win a championship because that was obvious. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. So, like, what else can he do? I mean, if like what like. Keep- Let's sorry, I didn't interrupt. Let's assume no. he doesn't win a championship. What would he have to mm-hmm. do? You can keep go ahead going, and keep, keep going, going at the stats that he's putting. Like is it, the pace that he's at, like right now, the stats he's doing. That's all he have to do because he's gonna blow everybody out the water. Like if he stayed here, like majority of his career, like his numbers are pretty much. He's gonna kill like everybody. <laughs> like number wise, he's gonna be like, I would say he's gonna be at least top. He's gonna be top one in scoring for sure. Like that's hundred percent sure. If he's there, he's gonna be like at the top of all of the leader things, and that's all you. Because who do you guys right now think is the best son of all time? Probably Barkley. If you think it's Barkley, I think Book is gonna catch him. Because Barkley wasn't even here them that long. Yeah, yeah. For a minute, but Book's gonna. That's what I said. Book's gonna blow all of them out the water. (laughs) What? Yeah. Just because, and then on top of that, he got drafted here, so that's an edge for him. Cause he gonna get get that. No, he was our guy, like the homegrown guy. He's that's all really, he really has to do. Just put keep putting up the stats he's putting up at that pace. He's gonna pass. He's gonna blow everybody out the water. I that's wise. Hey Isaac, I'm gonna really need uh, Devin Booker to not leave the Suns because I mean he's the he's my Suns version of Russell Wilson. So. <laughs> The I'm going to need him. I'm going to actually need – and then you guys all agree, know what I'm talking about now. I'm going to need him to just never leave, man. Yeah. It's, I can't see Book in a different jersey. Me either, bro. That would be so weird. I can't either. It's – yeah. It's just – and it's crazy. It's going to be so easy for him to be the best to pass any he's other already. Son. He's probably already top three son of all time. He, he's not even in his That's prime yet. <laughs> he's 25. So That's what I said. It's going to be so – like, he don't have to be – he All just he has, has to keep being him, bro. He's got to say he'll get it. <laughs> That's it, bro. Let's just keep being him and be on the team. Uh, that's literally but it. he does have he gets two more championship, years. It's not close. He has yeah. two more years after this of his contract, so. I'm not oh, worried about bro. Devin Booker's contract no. situation at all. Bro, oh, no, I'm not. I'm just saying he's about to get – oh, my God, bro. <laughs> he's getting a Supermax. Bro, yeah. he's going to get, like, 200 mil or something. He's going to get up to – he'll probably get, like, 200 mil five years. Yeah, he's going to get – he's 100% going to get, like, 200 mil, bro. There's no doubt. That's increasing every year, so. Yeah. Dude, and he's 25. He's going to get a bag, <laughs> He's not boy. even in his prime. Yeah, he's about to get a bag. Jesus oh Christ. Oh, my God. He All right. uh, I found the penny. I found the question. This question was from at Dominic. I'm I'm gonna butcher this last name, but <laughs> at Dominic Sepulve six. <laughs> I'll send you guys this this Sounds right. this tweet so you guys can try to pronounce this name. I think I did pretty good actually. Uh, I just sent it to it our to our group chat. Right, I think you got it right. Yeah, oh, I mean, so, I don't so, think I did have bad. Oh, Keith, I should probably send it to you too. Yeah, Sepulve. So, so I'm gonna just butcher it, so I'll probably ain't even gonna read it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. 
No, I think I did okay. I can't imagine how else you'd say you that. You did better than me. Sepulve. <laughs> Dominic Sepulve. I know I said it right. I killed yeah. that. I did that. <laughs> thank, uh, thank you for the question. That was a good question. Uh, let me see. Actually, I was just thinking about it the other day, uh, how much money Michael Porter Jr. got paid. I was just thinking about that. It was, it's, Gross. it's crazy. Insane. Oh, yeah. That's kind of a... It'll be interesting to see um, what Booker makes in relation to Michael Porter Jr. For sure. Bro, he's about to get a dumb amount of money. Yeah. Let's see. Let me find another question really quick. Um, next question will be from... Here, this is a fun one. Uh, at Jelly Toysi. Uh, is there... A- do you think there is anyone who can legitimately stop the Suns at full strength? Um, no. That's not even being cocky. No. no. <laughs> we were just talking about this before we yeah, started we recording. Just, we, yeah, before the call, I said no. And I know this is this will come back to bite us if we end up losing. But that's fine. That's just how I feel. And it's funny because I didn't feel like that last year. Going into the playoffs, I actually said I feel like this is, I felt like this ended up coming back to bite us in the finals. Before the playoffs, he like he even started. I didn't feel like that. I felt like we were like too small. Uh-huh. So last year, I didn't even say that last year like that. I wasn't that confident coming going into there saying like that. This year, I am because I feel like the holes that I was like whining about last year are they like covered. Yeah, they're filled and they're like covered now. So like now I'm not, now I'm in that bag. I'm like no, I don't. I don't think anybody – it's going to be hard to beat us four times, dude. It's hard to beat us one time at full strength. I don't know how some a team is going to beat us four times, bro. It's going to take a crazy damn series from somebody. Like, I really – I I hate saying stuff like this. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, But I really, like – I have a hard time picturing a team that could, like, find and exploit a son's weakness for four games. Yeah, that's going to be hard, bro. Or at least find a weakness, like even find a weakness big enough to exploit. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have our struggles with rebounding, but I mean, it's not going to be the last. In, that hurt us smaller, in the finals, too. It's a small yeah. sample size, but look mm-hmm. at the last two games. Mm-hmm. We've already. And all, that is, all that is, is just effort. So that's like uh-huh. easy to fix. That just. They just got to want it, especially you get to the finals. That, it's, last year, I feel like it wasn't even really effort with the but We just couldn't do it. They were just bigger than us. Mm-hmm, this year, we yeah. have the size. Last year, I don't think it was like an effort thing in the final. Just like, there's no way in hell, damn, Jay Crowder, like Tory Craig, and then we're going to keep the Bucks bigs off the, off the yeah, yeah, yeah. Off the, there's just no way. Like, we'd have had a size in. Like, Plus, we ate in foul trouble all the time. It was just mm-hmm. impossible. Like, there was no way we could re- <laughs> Like It didn't matter how hard we tried to get through, but it was, it, we were just too small. Well, we saw in the Bucks game that we just played how we're going to guard Giannis where he had, mm-hmm. where Monty had um, JaVale and D.A. on the floor and they just both rushed him at the same time. And I <laughs> oh, think yeah. that's going to be the only too. way that we stop so right. funny. <laughs> yeah, but if we're talking both teams healthy, I, it's really hard for me to see anybody beating us, but um, the Clippers are someone that scares me. If they, if, if Kawhi, Kawhi and Paul George come back. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd be scared to death. That's that's the only even team. if one of them came back, I'd be scared to death. Yeah, that's the only team out yes. of the West that I'm like. Paul George always cooks us. 
We yeah, talked about this. That's another thing too. He cooks the hell out of us. <laughs> but I mean, we if we have Mikel yeah. on him, if we have Mikel on him, with how much he's jumped defensively this season, man, I, I, I don't. I, I still. Yes. You don't think he'll even slow him down a little bit, dude? I. There are certain people I feel like there's always like those guys that have your number, and I feel like Chris Middleton and Paul George, like dude, if Chris Middleton is, is be, giving Mikel forty, they beat. Most people Paul can't George, like man. a lot of people don't get don't have Mikel's number, but that's the two. I'm like, damn, like Mikel can't do nothing with them. Uh-huh. Like you said, I think when we played that one series and we put Craig on him, Craig bothered like Paul George way more because Paul George couldn't like really bully him. Yeah. It's those guys that can really like get their sh- they shoulder into like Mikael and like get their shot over him. And Chris Middleton and Paul George both could do that. So like those dudes usually like give Mikael like I think Mikael would still do good. Mikael's going to end up like bothering him some. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, he's too good to not, but it's just yeah, he has like yeah, as that a guy, bro. Yeah. Like yeah, even now, I think him. if we was in the series with them and Paul George was playing, I'd still like sometimes a lot of the time I'd I'd even put book on him sometimes. Really? Book is real. Yeah, because Book is real, like, physical with these guys. Because that's why I felt like Book was better guarding Middleton in the finals, too. Middleton doesn't like – Middleton and Paul, they don't like when you take, like, their airspace away. That's true. And you're, like, physical with them. Neither one – because, you know, they're both, like, basically finesse players. They want to take – Yeah, Mikel doesn't – Mikel doesn't – Fade away. Yeah, Mikel's not physical. Yeah, he's not physical. And as a as – He's just – yeah, yeah, Mikel's just about elite at, and yeah, he's elite at staying in front of people. He's, yeah, he's a pest. He's he's yeah. like he's not a That's, he's not a he's not like yeah. a bully like bulldog. Like mm-hmm. he's a like I said, he's a guy. He just uses wingspan and he's gonna like contest you. But some guys like Middleton and Paul George, like contesting them is not enough. Like you got to beat them up basically. Yeah, like you have to be both of them up because if you're just Chris Paul and I'm, I just said Chris Paul, Chris Middleton and Paul George, like. They can hit contested jumpers like all games. Chris Paul can do that too, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, we're running out of questions, man. We're gonna need to make another tweet. <laughs> uh, did we have the Cam Johnson ceiling conversation? Yeah, we did. Did we, or was that off the pod? I don't know. We had it on the last, uh, the last one. Because I remember I said, or okay, okay. I feel like I said that last time Keith was here, and I said Cam Johnson. Um, we had that convo too, but I think you guys ended up having it again. Yeah, on the other pads, but we had it too before it got cooked. But we had that before too, because I was here for when we did it. Then you guys had it again. Yeah, I think I said Chris Middleton would be like yeah, perfect, did, yeah. and I think I saw you tweet yeah, that too, Isaac. I did start tweeting that. Mm-hmm. I think it makes a lot of sense. I did. I had a I had a take today. I don't know if you guys saw it. What was uh, it? But I ge- I genuinely believe it. Um, I I think what I mentioned is. Uh, previously in the last podcast but i do think i think mikhail bridges and probably bam Adebayo and draymond green i think are mm-hmm. all better defenders than rudy gobert oh i did see you say that yeah i yeah. saw that yeah. today like i don't think that's I'm, a crazy crazy take. i'm not saying like rim protection is obviously you're saying that like, because they're more versatile that's what it yes. is and I just I worded it like that specifically to like piss people off. Like I was trolling a little bit. <laughs> well, you had some girl in the in the replies. She's like, "That's supposed to be a hot take, not a bad take." I'm pretty sure that's oh, yeah. what the response. Did was. you did you look at her profile, bro? No. Her, I you gotta hold on. I gotta I gotta find this. Her I'm crying. Her banner is fucking Rudy Gobert. <laughs> oh Jesus. And. I gotta find. I need to find this. I'm sorry. Like, 
this her bio is crazy here it is that was funny it's actually i actually kind of okay yeah so her bio is a picture of rudy gobert in an ad for yop (laughs) which looks like a uh it's a yo play like yogurt drink and he's holding the yeah and her bio says rudy gobert makes sweet french love to your mom hey yo (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know, so, bro, I always think it's funny to find like the, the those people that like stand random players like that. Yeah. Like that one girl, what's that one girl that freaking loves Dario Sarge? Oh, yeah. She she kind of scares me, but bro, oh. that, that kind of <laughs> funny to me. I know who you're talking about. I know yeah. who you're talking about. <laughs> no, I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about too. <laughs> She's yeah, always sure she, me. Yeah. She'd be writing those damn paragraphs. <laughs> I admire it though, because it's gonna end up working one day. Let's go into Yeah, working. she has like a job already, man. Yeah, like it's gonna it's gonna end up working one day where she keeps like making those paragraphs. She's gonna end up them meeting Dario or something. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's uh... I hope she does, bro. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's a crazy shit, person to be as crazy standing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said I, I admire what people like. I think it's cool when they stand because everybody there's a lot of stands of the star players, obviously, stuff like that. When it's like guys like that. <laughs> I just think that's cool sometimes. It's just funny to me. <laughs> like, Do y'all remember the, the... Yeah, there's one show. Which I was going to say that. Like, that's so random. Y'all know the, there's the Bismack Biombo stand. Yeah, the busy one. That's what's funny. <laughs> the, the Aaron Baines fan account. The Aaron uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think it's cool when people stand random players. Is that guy still around? Yeah. The Aaron Baines guy? Yeah. I think he is. Yeah, I think he is. Yesterday was the anniversary of Aaron Baines' 37-point game. Because right. I don't think he tweets that much. Because where the hell is Aaron Baines? His is last, done, huh? He, yeah, his last tweet was, oh, he, t- it's the two year anniversary of his 37 point game, was March 6th. Mm-hmm. I remember that game. That's, That's game the last time he back threes, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what happened to Baines again? Something happened to Baines, didn't he? Oh, he, like, I, uh, I, saw, I saw something to him. Saw yeah, something crazy happened to him, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, something, ha- I forgot what it was, but something happened to him. Yeah, like he, fell, he fell or something. Like, yeah, he fell oh, bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was something bad. Yeah. I remember oh, I was looking, I was oh like, he did a insane. he did a story about it. He couldn't walk. Yeah, something happened. Like something crazy happened to him. Jeez. Uh he got put in at the end of a game, I think. Mm-hmm. Now I want to look it up. I am I'm reading a story about it right now. Mm-hmm. There's somehow he went to the bathroom during the game. Oh, what the something. fuck? Wait, something. so he, okay, I have it right here. He mm-hmm. went to the bathroom during a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't come back, obviously. Right. Uh, one of the staff members went to look for him, tracing his steps. Uh, the staffer found him in the locker room on a tile floor near the bathroom. He was sprawled on the floor, blood on his uniform, and on the floor from two deep, inexplicable puncture wounds in his upper arm. That's crazy. I mean, something crazy happened. Like he must have like slipped or something. He yeah. says, uh, "Baines, while he was on the floor, said he was he was groggy. He couldn't get himself up. He said he remembered running around a corner to head towards the bathroom. Then nothing. Damn. Like he must have. He had to like slip or he hit the he ran and hit the wall or something crazy. Yeah. Like he's probably trying to hurry up and go use the bathroom and get back out there. That's crazy, bro. Nice. Insane. Uh, he was yeah, on a stretcher and he he got up to use the bathroom, and he immediately fell on the floor. Yeah, that's what and insane, that's bro. how they found out he 
I couldn't fucking walk. Yeah, that's insane. I wonder how he's doing now. This story was on January 27th. So if they're doing a whole like ESPN like article mm-hmm. about it, he's gotta be he's gotta be doing okay enough to be okay with the story. Yeah, I hope so. I hope yeah. he's down. I wonder if he's gonna be able to hoop and stuff again. I hope he is. Yeah, I actually didn't know any of this. Yeah, I remember there was something. I know, I knew I knew it was yeah. something like he must have he fell or something like that. Yeah. It took him eleven days to be able to stand. Damn. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. So he's probably done. Uh, he's 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 done with. I was gonna say if he's like, yeah, I was about to say if he couldn't down, yeah. he might be cooked. That's so that's. Sweet. I would. I kind of. I didn't know about that. I wish because he was playing in the Olympics this year, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's literally in the damn. Mm-hmm. That sucks. He was yeah, actually so fun to watch when he was on the Suns too, dude. <laughs> he was actually a fun player to watch when he was on the Suns. Yeah, he's good now. He Aaron Baines tweeted on January. 20th and he was walking on the beach yes sir so he's good. good now but he's definitely retired oh yeah i'm not playing again there's no way in hell no yeah. all right let's get a let's get one more question just for fun mm-hmm. uh let me get back to it really quick i just was all over twitter looking at aaron bain's accounts and shit all right uh, did we did we ask uh, who's everyone's favorite or like preferred opponent in the finals? I think we did that yeah. one, right? Yeah. Uh, damn. Oh, here's one. This is a NBA question, not a Suns question. From at Def Not TMO. Uh, who is the most underrated star in the league? Underrated hmm. star? You can't say. Booker. Yeah, I you gotta give me a second. That's, that's a good. Yeah, I'm gonna have to think. I mean, I try to think of like guys that don't get a lot of attention. So I think of like Dejounte. I was gonna say Dejounte, but I think of like I think of Shea. I think of. I don't even know. No, I well, have a good. Year. I think I have a good answer for this. You, uh, you you want me to go? I thought you were yeah, about to talk. Yeah, you go. No, you, go, you, go. <laughs> nah, you, um, you came in with such conviction. Man. I'm gonna yes, I'm gonna say pre Pelican CJ McCollum. Pre Pelican CJ McCollum. Be- well, I think because he's getting a lot of praise now. I yeah, think super- when he was mm-hmm. on Dane with when he was on the Trailblazers with Dane, That's I true. think he was super overshadowed. He was a bucket. Yeah. They hated him this year, dude. Actually, it's really funny because I was gonna give a similar answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say before DeMar, before this year, I was going to say DeMar DeRozan. Because <laughs> everybody was basically, you know, nobody was calling him a star or damn. People were basically mm-hmm. saying he was mid when he was with the Spurs. But I always thought he, he was, was nice. <laughs> yeah, because it looked like he was. It's true because he was. I, even then, I still always thought he was still like a star type guy. He just needed to get up out of there. It's somewhere where he could just be him. DeMar has a case for most improved. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, DeMar was the guy for me. He was 100% the guy. Just came out of nowhere. I was not expecting I was, when I was they, surprised um, during the When Oscar they game. got him, I was like, when they got him, I was like, that's dope, but like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Levine was better. That's clearly not the case. He's only a yeah, five time All Star. Right. Yeah, that is wild. That surprised me a lot. Mm-hmm. I think he's just having an insane. Damar was never really like that crazy, I feel like. I think he's just having, I think, I think. Um, it's escalated one by the fact that he's now 
in Chicago, which is way more marketable than San Antonio. I think, too, it's a lot to do with how injured they've been because for a while he kind of had to do everything for them. Because mm-hmm. I, mean, I feel like Levine hasn't really been that like crazy this year. I think he's been I pretty – I want to talk about him. I, there's, I'm a little worried about – he's one of my favorite players. I'm a little worried about him. Just yeah. the fact I feel like he's like – it just always feels like something like happens to his legs. Like yeah. something – because he's playing hurt now. Is he really? Yeah, I, with, yeah, I think he's going to be – yeah, I think he's going to be end up playing hurt the rest of the season. Even into the playoffs, he's going to be playing hurt. Yeah, so I'm a little worried about him because, you know, he already had that major knee injury. And I don't want him nah. to end up being the guy that keep getting his legs. His legs freaking are cooking. Yeah, I just, I just think – and I don't want to, like, make anyone freak out, but I do think this DeMar season is, like – I don't want to say overrated, but, like, I think it's just being kind of amplified a little bit more than it should be. That's because of where he's down. He wasn't playing like that. Yeah. Like we've, never, we've never seen him play like that. Even when he was with the Raptors, I don't think he exactly. he's going crazy like that. It's just he's never. This is then, like I said, it's, the Chicago Bulls are a big. Like, yeah, being in Chicago is very. He's in Chicago. Yeah, you being at what's called in Chicago, their fans are fire. He's going to play out there. going to be. Bro, I'm going to watch every Bulls playoff game, especially at home. That place is going to be insane. That's why it's super hard for me. Sorry, go ahead, Ari, and I'll let you talk first. The D-Rose days? The, yeah, the row. The, like, the whole stadium was, like, shaking. Yeah, like, that's... It's really hard for me to to like a lot of Bulls players. I really like Zach Levine. I think he's kind of an exception. But, like, mm-hmm. being from Chicago – I was talking about this on the last last pod too, but their fans are way too loyal, like a little excessively loyal, which I don't think is a bad thing, but like D Rose, you've talked about this before. Yeah, it's just it, it annoys me sometimes. <laughs> it just annoys the crap out of me. <laughs> they have some good fans. I ain't gonna lie. Like any sport, let things go that happened five years ago. Like the whole Cubs thing, I was saying, get the fucking picket. Yeah, you out went of your off yard. about this. You go get crazy the picket for this. fences out of your yard. Take the flags out of your window. It happened six years ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't be flexing the Seahawks Super Bowl anymore. <laughs> uh, but my uh, my answer for the uh, the question is, uh, I think it's Darius Garland. Uh, obviously, he was an All Star this year. He was All Star, but like, I don't hear his name. And he, like, he just dropped what forty? No, I don't know what he dropped. Like. He dropped a lot of points yesterday. Actually. Yeah, he did drop like he dropped like forty something yesterday. Did he drop like forty six or something? Yeah, and he had like twelve assists or something. Like I don't hear yeah. about it at all. He's he's yeah, only he's, a few people like, say really what that's the fuck. Yeah, that's hey, a good one. The Knicks beat the Mavs by thirty. They beat the hell out of them. I was watching that earlier. <laughs> oh, I don't I know what a, it is, but the Knicks. Every time they play the Mavs, they destroy them. I have or they a fun stat for you guys mm-hmm. about Luca. He is 0-4 against the Knicks in I was Dallas. About to say, they beat them. Bro, they, they always beat them. I don't in know Dallas. Right, that's crazy. I don't know what it is. They, not, they must not like that fellow too much. At first, I thought it was because of the Porzingis team. But Porzingis aren't even there no more, and they still stomp their head in. Hey, the Suns added their ex-clinch thing for the playoffs. They cl- We didn't talk about that. The Suns clinched a playoff spot today. <laughs> Yeah, we did forget about that. I meant to bring that up. We need to kind of discuss this because there's 
16 games remaining in the season and the Suns have guaranteed themselves a spot, not in the play-in, the playoffs. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think, think we're like 44 like, games above 500 right now. <laughs> bro, I've said this. Somebody, somebody had tweeted. Somebody, it was a different. I think it was a Nets fan. He had tweeted like, just like how good like the Suns have been, like the dominance and all that. He agreed too, and I said that. I just feel like like if we win, like if we win a championship, like the Sun, that's a, the, this Sun team will like literally be up like they're gonna be mentioned, one like, of the best teams time. ever. Yeah, they're gonna be mentioned like with the all uh, because the dominance to the last two. Season been the same. Like you kept it off with a championship. Like they're gonna be mentioned with like the all-time teams. That's like I mean, one of the best teams yeah. ever. There's like, sixteen games to. left. They have thirteen. I mean, if they, I feel like if they end the season with less than twenty losses and they win a championship, this is probably one of the best teams of all time. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's, they're gonna be like they're gonna be up there with all-time teams and discussions. And yeah. there, I feel like how many? There's sixteen games left. I'm actually really curious about this now. And I think I, every, I think all Suns fans already agree this is the best Suns team ever. Yeah, already. It's not now. even close. It's not. Yeah, because <laughs> even if they don't now, if they don't go to the finals, does that? I mean, does that make last year's team technically better? I wouldn't say so. Not on paper, because I think yeah, this Suns team would beat the shit out of the last year's Suns team. Oh yeah, they would. But no, I don't think that means. I just, I just think that means the damn. Whatever team beat us, like there was just another. There was the West was just better. Like there was better team than those. Yeah, I mean, looking at our, it depends on who we lose to, but yeah. Looking at our schedule, I mean, I'm assuming we're healthy. Like we're tech. This game was like our first game, like at full health. I I guess Cam Johnson wasn't there, but Mm -hmm. you know what I mean. So we're we're getting Cam Johnson back, and then that's basically full health. We play. I mean, the toughest games are on our schedule. Uh, we play the Bulls. We play Minnesota. Do as Denver. I mean, Denver. Jokic is always scary to, to go. Yeah, against. I mean, that's a Minnesota, Denver, Sixers, Warriors, and Grizzlies in a row. But at least now Devin Booker's back. But I mean, I feel like we'll beat Minnesota. I feel like we'll beat Denver. I think I. I mean, really, I think we could win all these games. I'm not going to cap, <laughs> even without Chris Paul. I mean, am I crazy? Does that no. sound crazy to you guys? No, negative. Nothing right. sounds so, crazy anymore. I'll just. I'll be happy in general if we can just if we hit 60 wins. And that's only seven games, so it should be easy. <laughs> yeah, I should. We should be fine. We play the Lakers pretty soon on Sunday. That's going to yep. be fun. Yeah. Another ass whooping of the Lakers. Ain't gonna be, ain't gonna be fun for them. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the Suns' next game, which is against the Toronto Raptors on Friday. The last time the Suns faced the Raptors, they grinded out a ninety-nine to ninety-five win, uh, and this was that game was in Toronto. So this game, uh, a home game a, for the Suns. Such an annoying game. Oh yeah. I, yeah, that was – I'm trying to pull up the box score here. Uh, where did it go? I have it pulled um, up right here too. Jay Crowder was our leading scorer in that game. <laughs> yeah, uh, he went off that game. I remember that. Yeah, he's going crazy. You guys remember that Houston game last year where he had like eight threes or something? I was there. I actually oh – I sat courtside at that game. Okay. Yeah, that shit was kind of crazy. Quick flex. 
Yeah, he's I was gonna say this dude's got some money. Look at this guy, back but it was up. also it was also at a Rockets game, so they were they were uh, <laughs> they were cheap for courtside seats. I'll say that. Um, <laughs> we rich. don't have to talk about it anymore. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So that was one of those games where the the rebounding difference definitely came out. I feel like yeah, that was. Annoying. I mean, we all remember that, right? If we were getting bro, they got a million offensive rebounds. They, good God, they had 22. Uh, <laughs> Chris Boucher had more offensive rebounds than defensive rebounds. Bro, he got every board. Like, that game was so, that's why I was on it. He got every rebound. He was just flying in there. And then he's skinny, so he just slipping through paws. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he just slipping through the cracks, bro. Just get every rebound. He had the same amount of offensive rebounds than DA had defensive rebounds. It was insane. Or just bro. rebounds in total, my bad. Yeah, he was going insane. Yeah, so what are we – so I feel like will be a good test of the Suns' recent uh, rebounding powers that they've had the last couple games. Oh yeah, for sure. Because they got guys that be flying around trying to get. I mean, they are a lot. They are, they're a big team for sure. Siakam. Mm -hmm. I mean, their starting lineup has. I mean, they're. I mean, I don't know how tall Van Vliet is, but other than Van Vliet, he's six one. Damn. Oh really? I don't even think he's that. Honestly, I think that's being generous. The I don't know like Siakam they're probably like all like six days. seven like Boucher they're all they're a very tall long team. Awesome. Um, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. We gotta bring some. We gotta like. We gotta bring some of the laughs to the pod, man. Um, to. <laughs> um, is Scotty Barnes playing tomorrow? I would assume so. Yeah, but he should be. Let me see. What's the call? He's out, isn't he, for a little bit? OG? Yeah. yeah. Looking at, yeah, he's out. What happened? So it uh, says a finger injury. Yeah. Say something like his hand, huh? So we didn't see Scotty Barnes last time. So this will be our first and only look at Scotty Barnes this season. Yeah. The only uh, important one is OG out. Otherwise, Malachi Flynn. But do we want to? Do we want to throw out any predictions for this game? Um. I think it'll be a pretty easy win. It'll be comfortable. Well, um, there. Oh, yeah. I fucking said that last time against the Jazz. And, um, yeah, you but, that literally happened. I mean, um, we're going to win by seven. Oh, That's my yeah, exact, exact <laughs> score of how much we're going to win by. Um, but I think that we just, I think we just beat the Heat by almost 30 on a back to back. Yeah, but any given night. Yeah, I like like any team can beat anybody on any given night. So I, I you know, I don't want to jinx anything, but I don't I don't think this should be. Um, it should we shouldn't get blown out. Um, man, stop talking! You're all right. You did the. <laughs> I shouldn't should have asked for predictions. Man. I feel like we're gonna win this game too. Even though we beat them last time, I think they're gonna remember how they. How they freaking – that's going to be the main thing they bring up when we we start talking about that game, like the game. They're going to bring up how they smoked us on the boards. And yeah. I think that alone is why we're going to end up smoking them because I think we're going to come out with that. Like, y'all not about to out-rebound us like that again. Yeah, this so I think that alone grudges, is why. man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're going to remember that. I promise you they remember because <laughs> that was embarrassing. Even though we won that game, they even said after that it was embarrassing how they 
freaking killing us on the glass like that. I think Jay was the one to say it. I think what, what, didn't Jay say it was like disgusting or something like that? I yeah. don't remember, but I think, I think it was. Yeah, I think Jay said it was like disgusted. Like the re- like, he would say so they're gonna remember like that. that. Yeah, so they're gonna remember like <laughs> what they did, what the hell they did to us on the glass. I feel like just that alone, we're gonna like we're gonna try to come out and beat up on them like we did at the Heat. Yeah, I, I feel like win by seven is probably valid. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I just saw a stat. Tony Snell had a. Uh, 31 minutes today, no stats at all. Just one rebound. Let's go. Yeah. He did it again. He got, he got, he got no, he rebound. did not. He got one rebound. He got one rebound. Uh, oh, how does man. he do that? Does he do that on purpose? <laughs> like, how's that possible? Cardio. <laughs> he's just getting cardio in. There's no way he doesn't see that meme and just do it on purpose. There's no way. Because how is that <laughs> well, possible? He 31 minutes. You don't get any stats other than one board. Bro, you're, you're, you're not doing – like, you're not trying. There's no way you're how trying. How do you – like, how do you be in an NBA game for 30 minutes and you don't even touch the ball? Yeah, there's no shot, bro. There's <laughs> like, no way. I wonder did what that t- rebound was. Did he attempt was. a shot? I bet it, I bet it was a damn rebound that bounced to him. Aryan. Yeah, all four of his other teammates are standing around him. Just let him get the fucking board. Yeah, like, dude, do something. He shot 0 for 4. And then 0 for 3 from 3. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stell is a freaking national treasure. He had a turnover and a foul. I love having league pass. I'm glad I did this. Yeah. Watching on my other monitor. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even – I'm watching damn Denver and Sacramento on my other monitor right now. You're watching the, you're watching the Kings on purpose? <laughs> right. I was watching I was watching the Clippers and um Wizards, but it was half this halftime. Shout out All Kuzma right. too, man. People thought I was a madman because I said he's gonna. Hoop I was gonna say Lakers. Kuzma is having a really Shout good out season. Kuzma. People kept like, oh, he's you know all the dang what's caused about Kuzma. But I was like, bro, when he leaves LA, he's gonna be because he could just. I feel like he's one of those guys that like if he's in a place like that with all them like expectations and he, I feel like it's kind of hard for somebody like him to damn focus. Yeah, the LA expectations are something else. Yeah, so, and somebody like him, bro, it just I was like, bro, he ain't, he can't damn what's called. He in DC, he low key. He been over here damn hooping. Yeah. yeah. Shout out that boy Kuzma. He got some goofy takes on some other stuff, but I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> he hooping though. All right. Well, we've kind of covered the game pretty well. We talked a lot about DeAndre Ayton today. Uh, we've talked about next game. I mean, is there anything else you guys kind of wanted to? mentioned before we wrap it up here no sir all right well thank you so much for listening to the we know ball podcast thank you so much swaby keys for coming on the pod again yes sir um thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time